Welcome back to another episode of the Constructive Liberty Podcast. Today is Wednesday, January the 20th, 2021, and this is episode number 22. The topic today came from considering how I might go about making 2021 even better than the last few years have been. Now, I know 2020 has been a crapshoot for a lot of people, and, and quite honestly, it was it was pretty rough around my place as well. Uh, business was down. I, I'm in the service industry, the construction service, and a lot of people were just afraid of, you know, the unknown. Um, there was quite a bit of financial instability for a lot of people, and they didn't want to spend their reserves on, on, you know, maybe a new deck or or building a new house or something like that for fear of needing that money down the road because of the unknown, because of, ah, COVID! You know, it's, there was a lot of fear last year. And so business for a lot of people was down. And it really created a lot of financial instability for even more people than it needed to be. And so as I thought about that, and I wanted to, make 2021 not be that way. I wanted to make sure that no matter what the coming year was like, no matter what happened this coming year, how I could create for myself and my family a resilient lifestyle. Because that's what we're all after is is that resiliency is more or less self-sufficiency. Even though you can't be completely self-sufficient, that comes in degrees, but you can provide stability for yourself and your family in creating that lifestyle of freedom and being intentional about the way you live. So I came up with five steps for myself to, to implement in my lifestyle, into my routine to control the outcome. If you control what you do, you can have a huge influence on the outcome. And so I wanted to share those with you on the podcast today. Five steps. Con- number one, control your inputs. Everything out there today is designed to drive fear and negativity into your life. Whether it's the news cycle, whether it's the movies that they put out today, the TV shows, the music, everything drives fear and despair and discouragement Like they say, if it bleeds, it leads. And it creates a lot of fear in people. It drives negativity and it lowers your mindset. But if you control what goes into your mind, if you are intentional about the things you watch, the things you listen to, and the things you read, that can lift you up. It can develop you into a better person. And you will have a much greater likelihood of, of, not sinking down into that despair of being a positive person and a positive influence on the people that are around you. You'll be a light in a dark world. So controlling your inputs. Number two is focusing your intentions. I did a live video last night and I had titled it Recreating Your Mindset, but it should have been Focusing Your Intentions. And the tool that I use to focus my intentions is a Venn diagram. It's the circles of concern, the circle of control, and the circle of influence. 
And there's so many things out there that we're concerned about, but we don't have any influence or control over. There's also things that we have influence over, but no direct control over. And there's things that we have direct control over. And that circle is where we want to spend most of our time. But the greatest area of impact that we can have in our life is in the overlap of the circle of control, influence, and concern. That is where you will have the greatest impact, where you will be the most fulfilled in life. Step number three is strengthening your relationships. There's a lot of different ways you can go about this. But some of the things that are really important in building those relationships are understanding the other person's communication style, knowing where they're coming from, seeing, being able to see their perspective, not just hear their perspective, but being able to see and, and get into their perspective to really understand where they're coming from. Learning their love language. Do they, you know, if it's a spouse, do they like physical touch? Or are they a touch-me-not? Do, are, do, is that make them feel, you know, unloved? If you, if your wife's washing the dishes, okay, that's sexist. <laughs> if your spouse is washing the dishes and, and you go by and, and you pat them on the butt or whatever it may be, does that annoy them? Because, you know, they're in the middle of a task and here you're interrupting them and, and touching them when they're like, no, this is not the time for that. Whatever it may be, understanding the other person's love language. Is it gifts? Is it quality time? Knowing what makes that person tick. One of the tools that I like to use for this, one of my favorite tools in all of my coaching is the DISC model of human behavior. It gives you a deeper understanding of other people. It helps you to understand yourself, first of all, but also helps you to recognize in other people the different traits and characteristics and how they might view and approach a situation. I love the DISC model, but I'm going to continue. Step number four is to rebuild your finances. That is, finances is the biggest area of conflict in a relationship. Like across the board, financial trouble is the biggest driver of fights, of, di- of divorce even, in any kind of relationship. Think about that for a second. The biggest cause of conflict is your finances. And it's so hard to get control of, but it's so easy. It's so simple. If you live within your means, if you control the output, control where the money goes, give that money a job, a destination before you spend one cent of it. Know where everything is going to go and slowly put some of that money back for yourself as well. You have to build that store over time. You're not going to become a millionaire overnight. Millionaires are made over time. So control where your finances, control where your money is going, budget it. That's not a fun word. It's not a fun thing to do. It's a hard thing to do, but it's easy if you set your mind to it and go about it in the right way. A great book on finances, on on teaching you how to manage your money, is The Richest Man in Babylon. I just got through reading that book again, and it has a lot of sound financial teaching in there. If you're familiar with Dave Ramsey, 
it it's pretty well parallels his baby steps for getting out of debt and creating for your family a store of wealth. But moving on, step number five is to discover fulfilling work. Now, I like to use the Venn diagram for this one again, and there's several different ones that I've found for this. But to discover for yourself fulfilling work, you have those three circles again, and, and they overlap. And you have the circle of what am I good at? You've got the circle of what do I enjoy doing? And the circle of what can I be paid for? And as you fill those out, as you list out each circle, the, the things that you're good at, the things that you enjoy doing, and the things you can be paid for, they all fulfill different different needs in your life. One, what you're good at would be the job for you. The things that you enjoy might be your hobbies, and the things you can be paid for is where you're going to make your money. So if you can find a career, develop a career that is in the middle of something that you're good at, something you enjoy, and something you can be paid for, you've got it made. You will love working. It won't even feel like work to you because it's something that you love doing. It's just awesome when you can find that thing that it is for you. So I don't know, what what is it for you when you go about thinking about the future and, and really considering how you can make the coming year, the coming decade, your best yet? What is it that you set about to do? What are your steps or your intentions for the coming year? I hope this serves today. I hope this really helped. Like this is something that I'm passionate about. I love doing these things, considering how to make the future even better than the past has been. No matter if it's been a crap year for you or if you've had the awesomest year ever, these things can help you make the next year better than the last. Now, I want to invite you to a conversation with me. If you aren't sure where to go with what I've talked about today, if you want to know more, to go deeper, I'd love to hear from you. Just have a conversation. No strings attached. Just send an email to coach at kennethesh.com and we will get that set up. It is my desire, my privilege to serve you, the listeners of this podcast. And I'd also love it if you would share the podcast with a friend, and leave a review on iTunes. That that helps drive more traffic. Now go out and do good work.